0: This episode of Poetic Properties podcast is brought to you by infinitely complex production and sponsorship with peacefully flawed apparel, where we believe that no matter the darkness, we have the opportunity and ability to get to the light. Thank you for tuning in to the Poetic Property Podcast. I am your host, Complex, the poet, father, author, and entrepreneur. Hope you guys had a great week. It was another difficult week for me, tossing and turning, having weird uh, dreams and nightmares, um, not being able to fully stay asleep. Um, I don't know what's going on. It, it just I have a I have the energy and and feel like something is missing. Like it, it's it feel like there's a void in me. Um, both spiritually and uh, mentally, so it is created some funk as a result to me trying to get some rest. Um, no matter how much that I'm I'm sleeping, my mind is still going hundred on ten, um, and I'm trying to figure that out because it, it's starting to affect me again um, in my day to day. Not being able to fully rest, it's it's causing some issues for me at work. Um <clears throat> causing some issues for me at, at work just being exhausted. Um been having uh, headaches and migraines like for weeks straight and uh sleep don't help, medicine's not helping. So I don't know, I really don't know what it is. Um it's affected me emotionally because when I'm when I'm mentally exhausted, I can't defend from the bad thoughts as much. I can't defend from um, the bad feelings as much so I just I've been trying you know uh, I always tell you guys that some days We're going to win some days we're going to lose uh, The goal is to to Maintain consistency in fighting um, You're not going to Win every battle You're not going to lose every battle but It's up to you to, to, to keep fighting And making sure that you are doing your best To kind of figure out what the issues are um, Within yourself So that You can defend yourself so you can so you can fight and combat. um, You can combat what needs to be combated. just like same old thing would work. Um, It was a little bit easier because uh, training went a little bit different last week. So I wasn't as uh, annoyed. I wasn't as um, I wasn't as drained in that area. But like I said, not being able to sleep really affected me. And it's important that we are getting rest. And that's it, it's beyond. Uh, how can I say it's beyond just getting rest um, that you need that reset. Like it's, it's important for you to be able to feel refreshed and and ready to get on with your day or whatever it is that you that you're doing. And these these demons that battle us really try to hinder us from that. It really try to like it's so much that gets thrown at us during the day that people have no clue about and we're battling um, we're battling with that, yet we have to battle against the world and you know, our day to day things. Again, I don't ask for uh, uh, preferential treatment. Um, I do ask for understanding. And like we discussed before, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people, you know, they don't understand the the lack of communication, lack of uh, connection. Um, And sometimes we get into this uh, this thing where, again, we are putting everybody else before ourselves and we're we're we are altering what we're going through and we're holding back what we're going through to make the the other person feel uh, better and. Um, we can't do that. We can't do that. Like we have to we, we have to allow ourselves the freedom to feel what we're supposed to feel and and not hold that guilt and that negative feeling towards people who don't understand. Like we gotta teach them. Like that's something that I'm that's something that I'm truly learning right now is that you really have to to teach people how to treat you In general But Especially when you are going through something uh, Going through Some mis- Some mental Disorders And mental uh, Health issues Because they don't They don't They don't get it Excuse me And so you have to constantly You have to constantly keep letting them know Like I said on this This uh, Podcast Many times before That Depression doesn't know that you're a family member, a loved one, my child, like my boss, my coworker. It doesn't know if I'm in a fog, the fog is there. And I know you guys deal with that. I'm at the place now that I'm no longer fighting through the fog to make it better for others. I'm going to I'm going to deal with what I have to deal with mentally and try my hardest to get through it. And if you don't understand, you just don't understand. And it's not from a it's not from a, a, a angry place. It's from a place of I have to put me first. I can't keep allowing myself to fight the fight for everyone because then i have nothing left for myself i have no fight left for myself and it's tiring it's tiring explaining that depression doesn't know who you are it's it's tiring to try to get people to understand if i could just feel if i could just feel good i would feel good but unfortunately that's just something that we have to do or plan b what i choose is isolation so when I'm going through my fog and, and and it's bad, I won't say anything to anybody. I mean, I really talk to people, anyways. But when I'm in my fog, I really try my my hardest to stay out of the way, stay out of uh, out of conf- uh, confrontation, even stay out of conversations in general, um, because I know I'm going through it. I don't want to damper anybody's mood. I don't want to make it seem like I'm I'm searching, uh, or seeking uh, pity. And I just uh, It's just me I just rather figure it out Because I don't I don't have time To be talking to you You don't understand What I'm going through And you're giving me um, Incorrect advice You're not understanding That The advice you give Somebody who is Not battling The issues that I'm battling Is different from The advice you give A person that is You see what I'm saying You can't give A depressed person A high anxiety Person uh the same advice you would give someone else. It, it don't work like that because again, the chemical imbalance is there regardless of how, how low or how high the imbalance is. It's there. So you have to take that into account when you are dealing with people. And I think we, uh, as, as a people that are going through these struggles, we tend to get so frustrated. So we fight ourselves we have that internal battle of uh, code switching in a way to as to not have people try to help us that don't understand because it's it's good, but when you are we don't understand, it, it, it's it's difficult to listen to that advice. It really is, and a lot of us would rather. A lot of us I don't want to say we're rather But a lot of us Tend to Just want to uh, uh, Just allow people to talk Just so they could shut up As opposed to just Not even dealing with it at all Like I don't I don't want you guys to How can I say this You just got to put yourself first You have to as like in in every facet possible you have to put yourself first. I'm not saying don't be there for people or do things for for people. Um, what I'm saying is that if we continue to put people before ourselves while we are in the midst of the struggle, we're going to stay there. And uh, um that's a daily reminder for me as I'm trying to get through these weeks and break free from the fog. I'm realizing that it's it's about accountability. And I've been saying that since episode one, it's about you sitting down with yourself and figuring out, you know, what you can figure out to help you feel better. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's important that we do that. It's important so that we don't have these, uh, weeks and, uh, these days and weeks and months of the negative energy that we feel, the negative thoughts that we feel, um, the improper isolation, you know, we have to get uh, understanding for ourselves. So we're not moving in a way of uh, anger. You know, we are like there's nobody to blame. You can't even blame yourself. So there's no need to it's uh, uh, no need to be angry. And I'm saying that out loud because I need to tell myself that because I get angry with myself a lot when I'm in the fog because I don't get it. I don't understand. You know, so it takes me to sit down and understand how depression affects your sleep, how it affects your eating, how anxiety um, uh, affects your health and stuff like that. And I'm just trying to get out of these weeks that I'm having. And it's like. I got to fight. Whatever whatever that fight is for that week, I have to fight. Like I've been getting off work, laying down, like literally sleeping for hours, wake up, cook, sleep for the night. That's all I've been doing. I had to fight myself to get up and finish the album. I had to fight myself to get up to do, you know, school is starting with the kids. I had to fight myself to get up and want to even care about them going to school and whatever. It's like we got we have to. Like for me, I'm tired of this fall. I'm tired of feeling how I feel on a daily. I'm tired of feeling how I feel health wise. So for me, I have to fight. I have to change. I have to not eat the same things. I have to not do the same things. I have to not watch the same things. I, I, I have to do all this. And I encourage you guys to do the same thing. I encourage you to sit down and really and, and, and really kind of figure out what's going inside your mind. What are you watching? What are you reading? What 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 are people saying to you? How is your work environment? How is your home environment? How is your parental environment? Like I, I encourage you to sit down and really evaluate that for yourself and understand that you have to choose you. You have to. Or you're going to continue to have the weeks that, that I'm struggling with. You're going to continue to have a, a hard time sleeping. You're going to continue to have a hard time eating. Like you got to figure that part out. And again, I'm saying figure it out for for yourself so you can be light to others. For me, this podcast is 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 light for you guys because it's light for me. So it's important for me to do this and speak out loud so that when I feel down and I feel discouraging, I'm having a week like I've been having the past two weeks. I can listen to the podcast and I can get encouragement like, all right, don't quit. Like, you got it. Like just 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 stay focused. I know it's hard to stay focused. So, again, I'm not telling you guys anything on this podcast that I'm not practicing myself, that I'm not doing myself to to keep fighting. Like, that's that's the whole purpose. So you guys can know we got this. No matter how hard it is, it doesn't matter what we feel. It doesn't matter what we're going through. The fact that we're waking up and we're willing to give it a, a, a good try to, to make the day better, to make a day better, to make anybody's day better. That's the win in itself. As hard as it is, I have the weight of the world on my shoulders. I have the weight of the world on my shoulders. But I fight every day and little by little, I chip away at that at that weight. Whatever your weight is, whatever that thing is that's on your shoulders, you got to fight through that. I know it's heavy. I know it's discouraging. I know people keep talking about you. I know people keep making your life hard at some point, though. You got to say, what am I doing to make my life easy? For me, I start focusing on what what negative energy people were sending towards me. And I start focusing on sending out more positive energy for me. I have enough negative thoughts. I have enough negative energy with this depression, with this anxiety. I, ha- I have enough negativity. I don't want any extra. But in order to do that, you have to be able to sit down and discern where your fault is in things you have to discern where your right is. You have to understand that you can't keep on putting everybody's fault on your back. They don't understand you. Okay. Cool. Peace. Quit trying to explain yourself to people. I'm going to give you two times to 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 let you understand like, "Hey, I'm going through something. Um this is I don't know when I'm going to feel away. Like my child died." And I don't think people people get that. And your your pain and your discomfort and your imbalance may have been triggered by something greater than that or something uh, lesser than that. But for me, my my child. And if you know me as a result to being a parent, you know why this is so hard for me. It's not something you can just get over. So that affects me but i'm t- i'm i'm uh, i'm tired of explaining that that affects me so if you don't understand it that if you don't understand then it's not for you to understand and i have to make the call to say okay i got to get away from you or i got to keep you away from me i got to keep that energy away cuz you don't understand and you know you don't want to understand but it's important that we sit down as we are going through these these mental uh, uh, phases, these, these these phases of uh, of the fog. We have to sit down and say, okay, this is what I feel right now. Boom, this is what triggered it. Like for me, I'm I'm pretty good at at catching my triggers. I'm pretty good at that, um, and I know when, like for me, to shut down. And certain things that I see, certain things that I hear, and I know I'm getting ready to spiral, so I remove myself. But that comes from, one, understanding you have issues, not allowing those issues to hinder you from educating yourself on that. That's the important part. Don't sit back and don't let the the doctor say, oh, you 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 are depressed. You do have anxiety and just take medicine and just go sit down at home. Figure it out. Figure it out. We got to make sure that we don't we don't allow ourselves to sit and deteriorate and fall victim to this disease. We have to make sure that we are we are. Uh, uh, conditioning ourselves to fight for ourselves and, and anybody who is not willing to fight alongside with us and understand what we're going through. We have to make the call to remove ourselves. So I hope you guys had a good week. I hope that, um, they are getting better. If not, I'm glad that you are getting up and still fighting. I pray that you are, hope that you are, wish that you are, um, as usual, you know, the DMS are open, uh, on Twitter, poetic properties. That's poetic proper capital T Z. On uh, Instagram, it's poetic uh, poetic properties podcast. Um, just hit me up, leave a comment on the video on YouTube. Um, email. It's on one of the. It's on one of the things you can get the email address. But if you want to have a conversation, you want to just vent. I'm here, and that's just what it is. So. It's in it's important it's important that that we figure out the length of in which we are willing to go when I was younger I used to hear all the time what don't kill you make you stronger right and growing up in the areas that I grew up in like that, that it it could be both uh, metaphorical and literal, and I kept that saying or like that's always in my in my head when I'm uh, going against uh any adversity, when I'm going against any obstacle that is really in front of me, it's am I gonna let it kill me? Or am I gonna let it make me stronger, right? The difficulty in that is those battle wounds are, are horrible. When you are fighting for freedom, and I'm not talking freedom in the political sense. I'm saying mental freedom, spiritual freedom, energy freedom. When you are fighting freedom it feels like you are in a freaking war it feels like you are in a physical war your 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 brain is like you can feel the exhaustion in your mind you can feel the exhaustion in your body like i don't even i don't even know how we continue to survive this right it takes so much to defend yourself against these obstacles. A lot of people don't understand that a lot of people like we, we have this thing in our head, one, that we are the only one going through this particular thing. And, and two, how am I surviving? And the reality is we all are going through something. That's why I don't look for pity. That's why I'm very understanding when I'm conversing with people, because their pain tolerance is different than mine. Their emotional bank is different than mine. So something that will probably kill them make, makes me stronger. Something that would kill me makes them stronger. We have to understand what, what our limits are. We have to understand that things are going to continue to come up against us. And they're going to continue to come up against us until we learn. It's okay to get knocked down, but are you going to get up? Is that are you going to allow that thing to to make you sit there and cry? Without a plan of of a plan of action, are you going to sit there and cry and give up Oh, I failed? Um, This person don't like me. This job is too hard. Are you going to figure it out? I tell people all the time my job paid me to do work as long as it doesn't like a lot of people allow the policies and procedures to frustrate them. And they frustrated me at first. I don't want to I don't want to sit here and act like they didn't because they did. But then I said to myself, This is not my money. These are not my resources. I can't let this frustration kill me. I have to allow it to make me stronger. So when I am faced with something that doesn't seem logical to me at work, my understanding kicks in. As long as you are not telling me to do something that's going to put me in jail and as long as you are not trying to force me to do something that goes against my morals, I signed up for a job and do that job. As frustrated as it makes me, I think I told every other week I'm in here telling you guys it was a change came at work. I'm a little bit frustrated, a little bit overwhelmed and stuff like that, but I get up and I go to work. The understanding is, I signed up for the job, and until until I'm able to remove myself from the situation, there's no room to complain because I'm not forced to be there. Yeah, I have bills. Yeah, I have kids to take care of. Yeah, we need food, utilities. Yeah, we need all that. However, I'm not forced to stay there. So instead of allowing that frustration to kill me, I decided I, I decided to make allow it to make me stronger. I hate that job. I hate it because it's not what it it's not what I signed up for and what it initially was. But I understand how corporate America works and what needs to happen in corporate America to keep the world moving. Do I agree with it? No. But you can't make the rules when you are just a player on somebody's team. You have to get to a point to where you put yourself in a position to make yourself stronger and own, own your own your business. Or choose a job that you that you truly enjoy. Like I initially really enjoyed it. I, I did. But once you start moving up the ladder, you start seeing stuff and it's like, ah, that's not that, that's not cool. And now I don't want to sit here and act like that my job is doing something illegal, um, or even wrong, because it's the standard of of operations across the board in any of the companies in that same field. But it's like, mm, this was this not like this at first. And maybe it was, but I just I, I was blinded because I had no access to to what was behind the curtain. But I've chosen to allow it to make me stronger. So, like, I'm saying that to say to you guys, you got choices. You're not bound to anything. In my opinion, you are bound to your marriage and you are bound to or your marriage and our relationship. And you are bound to your kids. And even then, that's until they get old enough to take care of themselves. So Unless it's literal death Everything should be making you stronger Everything should be making you stronger Pain, hurt, love, happiness Everything should be making you strong Because you you should be sitting down And you should be an officiato of yourself I don't even know if I said it right But y'all know what I'm trying to say you should know yourself well enough to write a a, a a owner's manual on yourself. At whatever age you are and whatever understanding you have, that should be the first thing. That should be the first thing. Is knowing yourself and learning yourself. That should be your number one priority. That's what I tell my kids. You got to figure it out. I can't give you the emotion that you're supposed to have in a situation. I can't. Like right now, my 13-year-old my is furious with me right now. He's furious because I won't let him play on the PlayStation. Not just him. None of them are allowed to play on the PlayStation right now because I keep telling them Yo, clean up. Do what you're supposed to do. And they do it on their own time. Now, whipping you, I'm not yelling at you. It is what it is. That PlayStation is mine. Y'all have your own consoles. That was the deal. I don't have to let you play on that. I told them a couple of weeks ago. I said something smells really weird in here, and it's making me sick. Like I was, I was super nauseous. Super nauseous and I'm like man and the only (laughs) I have daddy ears and and a daddy nose like I don't know how I don't know why but once my kids was born like my whole my senses just went crazy like elevated right so I told them a couple weeks ago something smells weird in here and I was like no it's not this uh they tried to make me believe it was the cabbage that I was cooking. I was like, "Whatever, I'm not about to argue." I know I smelled something. I want to say a week had went by, and I'm like, "All right," because they like this this chicken over rice that I'm making out of a rice cooker. I go to make the rice, and it's spoiled rice in there. They put the they put the 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 rice maker in a pantry. I live in Arizona. It's a hundred plus degrees. I don't have a cooled uh, pantry. They put the rice cooker in the in the pantry, and it's just in there spoiling. I opened it and, and like almost threw up. So I was like, it, it it's simple things like that that y'all just refuse to do. Last week, I cooked. I said, hey. I said I'm about to go upstairs. You guys make sure you put the chili away, you put the rice away. Woke up four o'clock in the morning. Not only is the rice not put away, it's still cooking in the rice cooker from seven o'clock the previous night. I look to my right, the chili is left out. Cool. I'm telling you this because now the evaluation of, am I going to let this kill me or make me stronger? I'm not going to let it kill me. I'm not going to get an attitude. I'm not going to fuss and fight and yell, you wasting food, you're doing this, you're doing that. I'm going to let it make me stronger in a sense of, all right, you're not going to keep doing what y'all want to do until I start really removing things that bring you joy because I'm not going to whip you and I'm not going to yell so no playstation so my 13 year old is walking around here got an attitude with everybody slamming his door staying in his room like uh, removing himself I'm proud of him for that he's allowed to have that emotion I said what's wrong with you he said I don't, I don't know no 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 what's wrong with you Because I want him to be able to express his emotions and understand he's not going to get his way every time. He's not. But what we're not going to do is when you are being told no, especially as young men, what we're not going to do when you are told no is we're not going to act out. We're not going to respond in a negative way. Why do I feel like that's so important to me? Because when they get on the streets and they get into relationships and they start dating and trying to date and a woman tells them, no, if I don't teach them now, I wonder what that response is going to be. Well, I don't even have to wonder. I know what that response is going to be. And I don't want that for my sons. So I allow him to have his emotion, allow his frustration, but I stopped him. And I said to him, he kept saying, I don't know. I don't know. So I said okay Besides me making you guys Go pull the weeds Is something wrong with you He was like uh, I don't know uh, Yeah but I said okay Besides me Besides me making y'all Pull the weeds And you not being able To play on the playstation Is there something else wrong with you And he kept saying I don't know But but I could see in his face That that's what he wanted to say So I just said Are you upset about Not being able to play On the playstation He said yeah so this is the part that makes you stronger because he's let he's letting the fact that he can't play on a PlayStation kill him. It's changing his mood. He's taking it out on everybody, he's slamming doors, like I said. He's staying isolated, yada, yada, whatever. So this is the part that makes you stronger. Son, this is why you're not playing on a PlayStation. I said, I asked you guys about the rice, or I asked you guys what the smell was, told you guys, hey, make sure you you guys clean up the kitchen after you're done, you got it out or whatever. You guys didn't do it, found the spoiled rice, damn near made me pass out. Then again, I looked you directly in your face, you and your brother. I said, hey, when you guys are done, before you come upstairs, make sure you clean up the kitchen. Um,. Make sure you put the rice away so we don't have the same issue as last time. And then make sure you put the chili away. Not only did you not put it away, you guys le- kept it plugged up, yada, yada, whatever. I said, and until you, you guys as a whole, until you guys as a whole start doing what you are supposed to do, I have to stick to my guns and say, no, you're not playing on PlayStation. You still have your TV, you still have your phone. But you're not playing on a PlayStation. You have things that you can do to to bring joy to you. You have other options. I'm not taking any of that away. But I'm not allowing you to... Like, I don't reward bad behavior. I don't, like... And I don't want to say it like that. But... Because it's not that it's even bad behavior. It's just them not wanting to do it. And that's fine. But I can't keep allowing them to to not want to do something without consequences as they are living here. I'll never put my kids out, but we have to find a common ground. And I tell them often, again, this is the part that doesn't kill you. This is the part that makes you stronger. All right, cool. We're at the age now to where I got to talk to you as young men. You guys are not you not, not children no more. Your attitudes uh, that you give towards me, it doesn't warrant, warrant baby gloves. I have to talk to you now like you are young men. And I have to allow you, you know, your, your emotions to, to feel your emotions, to, to be able to speak back to me. But when you get to your, to, when you get to your point of contention, we need to have a conversation because you're walking around and you feeling like you want to do something or you, you antagonizing your brothers because you're mad because you don't only want to care about the playstation like that really I mean they care about it but not not enough that they don't understand when I'm like nah so I explained to him you don't do what you're supposed to do y'all you know, y'all don't do what y'all are supposed to do then no I'm not giving you fun and it's not even up to me to give you fun. It's up to me to make sure I'm teaching you the boundaries. I do not want my kids, my sons, especially to grow up and not be able to understand. No, I don't want that. We see so much in the news. We see, you know, so many women being killed or so many women being abused just for telling a guy. No, I do not want that for my kids. And even though I've been teaching them this, you know, I, I was always that's that's one of the main lessons that I that I teach them. Um, that goes back to like when kids throw tantrums, when you when you tell them, no. Right. And you never check it. You never you never do anything. They, those are the kids and those are the people who grow up in society and hear no and freak out. Those are the, the, the people who result to uh, insults and physical harm when you tell them no. Because nobody ever told it's not even that nobody ever told them. No, no one ever taught them how to process after being told no. So for me, when I tell the kids, no, it's never a simple no. In the moment and when we're going through it and emotions are high, yep, it's a it no, because I said so. Because otherwise you get into an argument. And I'm not arguing with kids. So I'm gonna dead it right there while emotions are high and I, are in high and I'm going to say because I said so. And I'm going to wait a few minutes and I'm going to come sit down with you and ask you, why do you think I said no to you? Because I need to know if you understand me so that I can figure out how to make you stronger. Don't let that no kill you. Don't let that no frustrate you and make you react in a way that is going to harm other people and harm yourself. Because if you if you allow that no in my son's situation, if you allow that no to make you be mean and rude to your brothers and you being aggressive and fighting them and stuff like that. I'm saying that as an example. That's not what he did. Like I said, he isolated. But if you allow that no to do that now, you've allowed that no to kill you because Now, not only will you not be on a PlayStation, I'm taking everything because you've been violent now. And if I have to to escalate to violence to stop you, now I've allowed you to be in a position to allow something to kill me. Meaning, and I'm saying this metaphorically because now I put my hands on you. Because you bugging and you wilding out and you you trying to hurt your brother. So I'm trying to not I'm, I'm trying to let you understand you can't do that. And again, this example that's not something that happens in my house. We don't like we're all when we have attitudes, we isolate. We're not with the violence. But I see something in my kids that I gotta check. Like they don't act out when I tell them no, but you can see like the attitude. You can see it. Like you can see it in their face and they think it hurts my feelings and it does not. But I always, always teach about the no. Because I tell them yes to almost anything, but I teach them about the no. Because it's important I want them to be able To to grow up And you know They they try to get a job And they get told no And they're not discouraged They still go look For another job I want them to be You know uh, uh, Wanting to Be in a relationship And properly trying to um, Obtain a relationship Um, And if they get told no Not act out And F you And blah 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 And aggressive And disrespectful I want them to be able to be told no and them to be able to say thank you again. I'm not teaching them nothing that I don't go through. Um, I've been getting like back to back to back uh, DMs about uh, on on TikTok. Hey, you want to make some extra money and they get it? They get clever and act like they're they're real people and not scammers. Um, and there's one instance you know the lady like, oh, where you from? Da 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 da. She's telling me where she's from, and she's like, uh, do you want to make some extra money or something? Like I'm saying it, I'm paraphrasing. And so I was like, no, thank you. And then she was like, fuck you. And it threw me off, but my response was thank you. I know in that moment you don't understand. No. You're so used to you're so used to being a scammer and being told yes and being able and being able to manipulate people into doing what you want them to do. That simple no affected you to the point where you felt that you needed to disrespect me. I want to make sure that my my sons don't don't grow up like that. I want to make sure that even even for me. Tell me no how you want to. I don't care. I come from a place that no is the majority. I'm super short. So that's a no in itself. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So. We have to. Be accountable. Whether. We are in the position. Of having to give the no or getting the no. We got to understand. We have to. Because a lack of understanding is weakness. And if you are not trying to understand a situation that you are in, you're weak for that. If you're not understanding why you are reacting this way. From being told no and and why you're not trying to understand, like, why am I so mad at being told no? Why do I feel like everything should be in my grasp? Why do I feel like everything should be? No, you're weak. Respect is not given, it's earned. And it's important for me. It's important for me to teach that, that no, because we get to it. We like we get to a boiling point in our lives that that next decision could be the matter of life and death the matter of freedom and incarceration we have to be smart enough to get out i think about the the like somebody said it like I know it's fact from from what I've read and how many like and how many times that I that I read it. And they they said if you put a frog in a pot of water, the frog will attempt to adapt to the temperatures. And by the time it it, it by the time the 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 frog realizes that it's being cooked, it's too late. That bo- it has already reached that boiling point. But crabs. If you put them in boiling water, they're trying to get out at all costs. Do I agree with the mentality of you pull people down to give to lift yourself up? No. but a pour, a, the boiling point does different things to different people. Some people are are, are able to remain calm to a point that it kills them. And what I mean by that, sometimes, like it says, a cool, a, a cool head always prevails. No, it doesn't. Because you could be very much so right in whatever situation um, that you are in, but you remained it cool for the sake of not looking away. You remain cool because you you didn't want them to say anything about you. You didn't want to to tarnish your name. And that again, that goes with not being taught how to properly be told no or or to react to be to being told no you get to that boiling point and you rather just sit there on the flip side on the flip side you so ready to react at that boiling point that you will let your most you let your emotions get the best of you And now you've reacted in a way that's not only going to tarnish you, it's going to tarnish your family, it's going to tarnish your friends, it's going to tarnish the reputation of everybody you're associated with. You got to you got to understand that you have to you have to understand that sometimes you, you that pain, you need that, that confusion, that chaos, you need that. You need it because it's gonna teach you how to handle that boiling point. It's gonna teach you how to handle when things get so crazy. Like what are you willing to do? When your back is against the wall, you either gonna do what you are supposed to do and get through it, or you're going to blame everybody under the sun on the reason why you can't do it. We all handle boiling points different. But you are annoyed and you bothered and you're uncomfortable because you don't you don't belong there. In that that point and you refuse to grow. You would rather be that frog and quote unquote adapt and be quiet and just chill. And while everybody else is learning and trying to get out the pot and trying to to get to freedom and get to safety, you rather sit there and be too cool for school. And now. It's too late. You've allowed those emotions to cook you from the inside out. Now you hate everybody. Now you don't know how to trust anybody because you've been in that situation before. And again, instead of you removing yourself from that that warm water, you allowed it to get to a boiling point to where everybody is the same to you. You see it all the time. Women ain't shit. Men ain't shit. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, the people that you deal with is not that. Stop blaming everyone. Stop blaming everyone. You were in a situation that you allowed to kill you instead of make you stronger. Meaning you was in a bad relationship. You was in a bad job. Meaning you was in a bad business deal. Instead of you learning, instead of you saying, okay, this was a bad decision. Let me remove myself. You stayed in that situation. You got used to that situation. And you went back to that situation. And then you let somebody disguise as something different put you back in that situation because you're not learning. You're not paying attention to, to how people scam. You're not paying attention to how people talk to you. You're not paying attention to you being quiet all the time, how that affects you. You're not learning. You're not learning. You're allowing people to slap you time and time and time and time again. And in, 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 You're not moving, you're not defending, you're not blocking You're not like And I'm saying slap like metaphorically Not physically, I don't agree with violence Well I agree with self-defense But that's a different story But you're not learning So that's why you're uncomfortable That water is too hot, get out Stop thinking you can cool it down Stop thinking you can fix it You cannot You don't belong there everybody don't everybody is not welcome and everybody don't belong where you're going so get out of that pot that thing is about to boil it's it's right at the tip of about to boil and you're about to die because you won't do what you're supposed to do for yourself you're so emotional that you can't see that you're being hurt you can't see the manipulation you can't see that you are being done away. You can't see it. We do all these things in a sense of love and it's not love. It's manipulation. It's brainwashing. It's blinders. Go back to last week. It's for that fear of forever. Forever. I know I'm done with a situation. I know it's time for me to to move on because I'm constantly bothered. I'm constantly annoyed. I'm constantly uncomfortable. That lets me know that I'm not learning the lesson that I'm supposed to learn. And a lot of time, the lesson is to get the hell away from the situation. Everything is not meant for a second, third, fourth, fifth chance. It's not. I'm the crab in the in in the water at the boiling point. Only thing is, I'm not pulling down, I'm lifting up as I go. If I make it out the pot, I hope somebody got my foot and I hope I'm strong enough, no matter what they're trying to do to me, no matter if they're trying to pull me back, no matter if they're trying to hold me down, I'm trying to be strong enough that when I reach that boiling pot and uh, uh, the the crab tries to grab my foot or anybody try to grab my foot and put me back in that darkness. I'm going super hard so that I could pull them with me instead of allowing them to pull me back down. Cause I gotta, I gotta let that boiling point make me stronger. I gotta let that, that heat, I gotta let that uncomfortability. I gotta let that annoyance. I gotta let that hurt. I gotta let it make me stronger. I have to. Otherwise I'm gonna be in that pot tomorrow and i'm gonna have to start from the bottom and i'm gonna be so confused because i didn't pay attention to the signs of the temperature raising in the water i was so busy worried about what this person said what that person did that i wasn't even focused so again i'm gonna miss it again and i'm gonna sit there and that water is going to reach that that peak temperature and by the time i realize it's too hot i'm gone I'm gone. We gotta recognize sometimes it's us. And I'm not saying sometimes it's us as in sometimes it's us creating the issue. Sometimes it's us not removing ourselves from the issue. And I'm speaking from I'm speaking for me. I've been in a situation to where because I didn't remove my excuse me, because I didn't remove myself from the situation, I made that person worse because they believed that their behavior was OK because I'd never said anything. So you not only hurting yourself, you hurting a person that you swear you love and that you were you are holding down and you swear that, oh, my God, I'll do anything for this person. And if you look at it, you would do anything for this person except for the right thing, because the right thing is to teach them. The right thing is to speak up. The right thing is to hold yourself accountable. The right thing is to get strength within yourself to say, hey, that's not how this goes. That's not how this goes. It's it, It's important. You're going to remain annoyed. You're going to remain bothered because you you refuse to grow. You refuse to look at that situation and see your fault in it. You refuse to say, you know what? I should have been gone a long time ago. But I'm so much in love. The sex is good. Like, we do have fun at times. You should have been out of that job a long time ago. I don't want to start from the bottom. I don't want to. Uh, So you're going to be miserable? You gonna not speak up? I speak up all the time now. Work all the time. I speak up. It is what it is. Reason being is because I seen a situation where I should have said something, never said nothing. I looked over for positions, been in a relationship, should have said something. Uh, got dumped. Been in a situation to where I've, I, I've spent hella money on on on. A woman thinking that that was the right thing to do and still got dumped and still got caught a bum and still you can't do this. You get it. OK, cool. I get it now. I get it. The lesson for me, I'm not giving No, I'm not doing a whole. I, I protect, provide, do everything. You do nothing. I don't concern myself with what you bring to my table. My table is already set. So when I reach my boiling point Being with you or not being with you don't matter Because I've, I've already done what, what I'm already taking care of me I'm already taking care of my kids I say all the time My boiling point of, of Of where I'm at today Was realizing that I could take care of my kids by myself And make it That really affected how I look at relationships Because you brought up You're brought up to, to have that Oh my You need a partner And I don't need anything I could sew, cook, braid your hair, do hair, do locks, clean. Like everything that society says that quote unquote a woman's place is, I could do that. Because it's not the woman's place or the man's place. It's certain things that you got to do. And when you end up in a bad relationship and you're broken up and you have to do stuff by yourself, you cannot let that boiling point kill you. You have to learn. And the only way to get stronger is to learn. It's to educate yourself, to study, to figure it out, to try it. But we're so busy wanting everybody to love us. And we're so busy now wanting to hurt people that we are willing to do everything but the right thing, which is make sure we are good. My son came in my room the other day and asked me, hey. How did you forgive mom for everything that she did? It threw me off and I was trying my hardest not to cry because. That's my baby. That's my dog. It's my junior. Him, he and I, we we've been through so much. When 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 everything first happened, the divorce first happened, like he would hear me crying, come get in the bed, Dad, you okay? He was five. He would hear me frustrated, Dad, you okay? And he it, it that situation, that situation grew him up way faster than it should have. He started cooking at a really young age. He started, you know, caring for his brothers at a really young age. He's always been like that that leader. He's always been that empath, especially as a result to me. He don't play about his daddy. He don't play. Anything that makes me uncomfortable, anything that makes me feel a way, hey, you you good? Dad, you you straight. He does not play about me. So when he asked me that, it hurt me. Because I remember it like yesterday when when their mom had left. And so for me, I had to I had to suck it up and I had to tell him, son, I, I, I forgave your mom one because she your mom. And your relationship is 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 based on my relationship with her. If I'm disrespectful to her, you're never going to respect her. It doesn't matter what she did. What matters is that I learned from that situation and I'm able to defend myself. He kept saying, well, how, dad, how did you, but how? I don't understand. I said, son, I choose peace over everything. I can't allow your mom leaving to affect me because then I can't be a dad. I can't allow it to affect me. We still have to eat, son. We still got utilities, we still got rent, we still got school, we, like I still have to do homework, I still all that I still have to to deal with if you're in a relationship or not. I had to I had to, because it was killing me. I had to forgive. I've been knowing that woman since I I was 14. We we, We have history. And at the end of the day, I have to keep my word. I stand on everything is a conversation. As long as you don't try to kill me or my kids, everything is a conversation. And I can't back down now that I'm faced with this question from my son. I said, son, I choose peace. I chose who I wanted to be and I didn't want to be negative. I didn't want to be, be bitter. I didn't want to say, you know, I didn't want to, Oh, I hate her. Uh, I can't believe she did that. Shaman. And at the end of the day, it's going to be someday. It's going to be something that you're going to need her for. And you're going to need to ask her and you are gonna need to talk to her and you're going to need her to be there for you. But if I'm in a way that she left, so I don't let you talk to her. She left, so I don't let you see her. You're going to miss out on a lot. I'm going to protect you always. I'm, I'm going to make sure my, because I learned from the lesson. I learned to pay attention when, when she's off. I learned to pay attention when I feel like she's overstepping her boundaries. I learned how to, to, to understand all four of the boys and how they deal with her. But I had to forgive her for y'all. I don't never want it to be, be a situation to where you, you, you feel like you can't call your mom. It's from a place of understanding because I know your mom was going through something as well. I've always told their mom. As a, as a friend... As a friend, and this is this is again this is where where, I, where where I preach or not preach, but where I talk about understanding. As a friend, I one hundred percent understand why she left, and then why she moved across country. I understand it as a friend. I told her that. I I I said that to her myself. I understand as your friend. Because we have history Like I said We've been knowing each other Since we've been 14 But as a co-parent As a a spouse A partner However you want to slice it I don't get it I don't I don't have the luxury To give up I can't I can't tap out I can't As tired as I am I can't tap out I told these kids when they was born, I prayed in their ears and I told them, no matter what happens, I'm going to protect you from everything that I possibly can. Even if that threat is myself, even if that threat is your mother. I told my my oldest son, 15 years, I'm going to protect you. It was 15 years ago I first said that prayer to them and I said it to all six of them, even though I fell short with my baby. Even though I fell short, I, I had no control over that. But that's why it eats at me, because I know what I stand on. I know the protection that I'm willing to give my baby. And like I told my son, I choose peace. Your mom did what she did, but I understand she was going through something. I forgive your mom. It ain't for me to hold no grudge. It's not it's not for me. I never want to put my kids in a position to where they have to choose me or their mom. So I had to, to put I had to 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 tuck my pride and I had to evaluate why I was really hurt and why I was bothered and, and 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 why this was happening. And again it got to my understanding. I get it. You got so much going on. I see it. You got so much going on. As your friend, I get it. But as your partner, I don't because I can't quit. So I told my son, I said, you got to sit down. You got to hold yourself accountable. You got to you got to figure out your emotions. You got to figure out when it comes to forgiveness, you have to understand. Do you want peace or do you want to be right? Like, do you really want the do you do you want the apology or do you you, you, you want peace? I told them sit down, think about the issue that you're going through. And think about is it worth it? Is it worth it to hold on to? Is it worth it to to alter your day? Is it worth it? And if it is, be mad. Don't forgive. I don't. That's on you. But once you sit down and evaluate why you're really bothered, why you're really hurt about it and you see that and you see that you can change it and you gain a level of understanding with who you want to be, because for me, I'm big on um, making sure they're who they like making sure they are who they are. I want them to choose that and be that for themselves. I don't want them to, to be like me. Like my again, my oldest struggles, and this I told him this. He struggles with trying to mimic me and my brother Duck. So me and my brother Duck we we are super tight. And in, in turn, we are tight with each other's kids. But I noticed my oldest, he tries to mimic me and my brother. And I had to tell him, bro, stop you going to get lost. You don't belong there. It's cool to to look up to people and and pull little things here and there, but it's not cool to try to completely mimic them because you're going to get lost in spaces that you don't belong in. You got to figure yourself out. I said and that's why you struggle with forgiveness because you you have yet to sit down. You're allowing this These situations as a teenager to kill you instead of make you stronger. You're not sitting down with yourself and having a conversation of who you want to be. You're not having a conversation of what type of people you want to hang around, what type of reputation that you that you want to give off. What are you willing to do to stay consistent so that you can gain that reputation? What are you willing to do? Me and my brothers, like we were we, we were never followers. We were never followers. And so I tell them that. I forgive because I want peace. I forgive because I understand the human mind. I forgive because it makes me feel better. I probably never talk to that person again. I'll probably never interact with that person again. I might. I might. Who knows? But all I know is I don't have no ill will or grudge against anyone because I choose peace. That's what I told him. I forgive your mom, son. I had to. I had to. This was the person that, that was supposed to love me the most. That, that that cared for me the most. And I felt a way. I, I feel a way. I do. But I had to forgive her. We got kids. Regardless of of the breakdowns that both of us have. Regardless, they need us. However you slice it. At some point, like I told them, at some point your mom had to get Right. It's not up. For, it's not up for us. It's not. We can't we it, like I can't tell you what she was thinking, how she was thinking, why she was. I can't tell you that. But all I could tell you is that I forgave because I chose peace. I don't have time for that mental hindrance of of grudges. I can't I don't feel like remembering who I'm mad at. Oh, I don't like you because of this. And I don't like you because you did this and you did that. And you said this and you said get out. get out of here. And and I told him just because you forgive people, that don't mean that you you got to hang around them. Just because they say sorry doesn't mean that you're gonna be back with them or y'all gonna be cool or you you know you could while out at work and get fired and then say sorry and you gonna get your job back. Nah, that ain't how it work. I told him figure out who you are. You'll learn how to forgive properly in the way that you, that you forgive. You'll learn. But it starts with you. It starts with you understanding yourself. It, it starts with understanding what you stand for. Once you figure that part out, then you'll learn how to forgive. Because the most important thing is you forgiving yourself. And that's where we get lost at. We don't know how to forgive ourselves. No matter the darkness, no matter the obstacles, no matter the trials or tribulation. Always know your journey is what it is meant to be. And it'll all make sense in the end. Make sure you get to the light.